Good morning. Blessings to you all. Yes. Good morning, Joyce. Blessings to you all this morning. Oh, I bless the Lord. Good morning, Irene. Amen. Yes. Good morning, Diane. Donna, we're on the countdown. Glory to God. I've been up um, early. Good morning, Penny. Uh, just um, just showing the Lord how grateful I am that he's my living God. Just, um, uh, I guess, reminiscing over the fact of his faithfulness. Good morning, Pastor Jenkins. I love you, woman of God. Yes. Uh, just rejoicing. Just his faithfulness and how he protects and he provides for us. Glory to God. I'm so excited, Trina. Sierra, what the Lord is doing. Cece, good morning, sweetheart. Yes. Glory to God. Yes. I'm so grateful. Um... Yes, uh, what the Lord is doing as we go into our uh, 19th day. We have two more days of these 21 days. And I don't know about you, but I've been so blessed of the Lord. And uh, I'm excited. And I'm so glad that the Lord pressed upon me to, to bring us into this atmosphere. I'm so grateful to God that he has pulled us in for this moment, for this time, for, for him to pour into us. Good morning to each of you. I, I'm excited. Do you not know that, uh, good morning, Myra. Uh, do you not know the love, his loving kindness is better than life itself? Do you not know that the Lord is our light, our salvation, in whom shall we be afraid? The Lord is the strength of our lives. And great is the Lord because he is worthy to be praised. I welcome each of you to this pouring. I'm telling you, I'm almost sad that it's coming to an end. But I believe God is up to something, Joyce. I believe God is setting us up. Elandra, God bless you on this beautiful Tuesday morning. And we are on our 19th day of these 21 days of inner healing for the soul. And this morning we're going to be talking about letting it go and be free. 
Jacqueline, God bless you. God bless you. We, we, I, I'm telling you how many been blessed. Maggie, I love you, darling. Uh, listen, I, 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 my God, God have just been pouring into us on this 19th day of our 21 days. Uh, we're two days away from the completion of our 21 days. But I believe that God has something set up for us. Now this morning, my God, I feel the Holy Ghost of God this morning. I believe God had something in place for us. The Bible, the scriptures this morning, uh, let it go and be free. Our scripture, first scripture, Hebrew 12, 15, it say, watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you corrupting many. Our second scripture comes from Ruth. It says, so the two of them continued on their journey. When they come to Bethlehem, the entire time, town was stirred by Naomi's arrival. Is it really Naomi? Some woman asked, don't call me Naomi, she told them. She said, instead, call me Myra, meaning bitterness. For the Almighty has made life very bitter for me. I went away full, but the Lord has brought me, brought me home empty. Why should you call me Naomi when the Lord has caused me to suffer and the Almighty have sent to me tragedy? When we see things out of the eyes of our natural uh, eyes, sometimes we miss what God is up to. Even though tragedy looks like tragedy, there's blessings in whatever God allows to be so. Good morning, Kathy. Oh, glory to God. In this 19th day, what we deal with, we deal with the decision that was made that left Naomi bitter. Isn't it amazing how until we get to the point that we understand that healing comes from truth. Until we understand that we can be healed, but truth has to be a part of our healing. So in our today's devotion, we see uh, Naomi having a rough time, like many of us. There are things uh, that have happened that we had no control over, but it happened. In our lesson, devotion this morning, do you find yourself constantly rehearsing, rehearsing and replaying incidents of your life? conversations or other happenings in your life that have brought you to a point of bitterness. And I find that we we are surrounded by bitterness. 
Are your thoughts constantly fixed on a person who's done you wrong? Can I say to you, all of us have been done wrong at some place in our lives. But there comes a time, as our devotion is to mo this morning, there comes a time that I have to let it go and be free. Have you justified your anger or your frustrating toward that person, toward him or her or them? And is it fulfilling to you to withhold forgiveness? Then, my friend, on this 19th day of inner healing for the soul, it is important that we expose the bitter roots. That's in our lives. Bitterness is simply an unresolved, unforgiven anger and resentment. Can I say that again? We're, 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 we're allowing God to heal us from those things that we cannot heal ourselves from. Bitterness is unresolved. It's unforgiveness. It's anger and resentment. Especially when you feel you've been treated unfairly. It is something that is germinating or constantly growing beneath the surface of your person. And, and like a root, it digs deep into the soil of your heart. Bitterness is characterized by an unforgiving spirit and a negative or a critical attitude. My God. If I'm going to move forward, I've got to deal with my critical attitude, my, my negative mindset, and I've got to release, I've got to let go that unforgiving spirit. Bitterness hardens the heart on the inside and it disfigures our countenance on the outside. Not only does bitterness defile you and me, but because bitterness is contagious. It also defiles those around us. Our reference scripture says, watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up and trouble you and corrupting many. When we encounter bitterness, the poison of the bitterness, it calls trouble to spring up and defile. I've got to deal with my bitterness. The poisonous root of bitterness can affect your marriage. It can affect your children. It can affect your friends. Bitterness can affect church and even our community. God, let me, help me not to allow bitterness to take root in my heart. The Bible says don't allow bitterness 
to it. It didn't say we wouldn't experience bitterness. The Bible says don't allow bitterness to take root in our hearts because bitterness can be contagious. Bitterness can ruin a family. Uh, bitterness can cause a marriage to go chaotic. Bitterness can cause your children to run away from home. Bitterness can cause people to not want to deal with us because bitterness comes with conflict. You know, like I know that the bitter people we know, when they arrive, conflict begins. When they arrive, things go away. Not because there's something wrong here, but because something is wrong in there. God help us. Don't you meet nasty attitudes every day? Don't you see that people that don't even know you, your kindness is unaccepted because they are simply bitter people because they've been hurt, they've been wounded, they've been broken, and most of all, they're unforgiving. My God, my God. So here we, we find the more uh, you dwell on what has been done to you, the injustice you have suffered or the loss you have incurred, the deeper the root grows. When you focus, listen, all of us have experienced injustice. All of us have been done wrong. All of us have suffered at the hand of somebody else. And those somebody's usually is someone that we've been uh, 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 extra kind to. Extra loving, extra giving to. We've given them our best and yet we've suffered at their hands. My God. Maria, good morning. We've suffered at their hands. So what happens? The root of bitterness, it grows and it gets deeper. And it gets deeper. And you become miserable. You become unhappy with yourself. And because the misery loves company, misery tries to pull other people into its misery. My God. My God. That's why you have to watch your surroundings and who you connect with. Bitterness spreads like a weed and every good gardener's know that you can't chop weeds down. You must pull weeds up from the root. If not, you'll continue coming back and they don't come along. They bring more weeds with them. Can I'm going to read that again and I hope you have your book following me this morning. Bitterness spreads like weeds. And every good gardener knows that you cannot chop a weed down. You have to pull weeds from the root. And if you don't pull weeds from the root, they come back and they don't come back alone. They bring other weeds with them. My God. 
Ephesians 4 and 31 says, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and glamour and slander be put away from you along with all malice. Watch this progression. Bitterness that's left unchecked or undealt with. It leads to extreme anger. Which is wrath, which will lead to glamour, which is demanding what you want. Most bitter people are very demanding and they have to have it their way, darling. Because if not, Tracy, you're going to have a problem. And when they prove, when that proves unfaithful, you will begin to slander. You will begin to talk bad about other persons because your bitterness toward them. So you can get others to agree with you. See, my demanding. When you prove what you're trying to do is unfaithful, you begin to slander. You begin to talk bad about other persons because of your bitterness toward them so you can get others to agree and be bitter and nasty toward who you are bitter with my God and it keeps going because the root gets deeper and it gets deeper because finally because the root has been left unchecked and has dug deeper in your heart, it will cause you to want to bring harm to the person that you're bitter toward. My God. That's why the scripture says in Ephesians 4 and 31, do not allow bitterness. Because bitterness leads to anger and slander and malice. God help us today. As Christians are believers, God wants us to reveal. God wants to reveal you the contents of your own heart. And many times it's uncomfortable when God deals with what we don't want to deal with. It's so uncomfortable when God pinpoints a place in our life for us to deal with that we don't want to deal with. And we want to keep that part a secret. But how about this? Because we are spiritual beings, whatever is in our spirits is manifest. My God, I believe, Renee, we ought to share this one for real this morning. Because some people are walking around, they won't put bitter on bitterness. They will just make excuses for their nastiness. So, but God wants to deal, he wants to reveal to me what's in the contents of my own heart in order to experience the healing that God's ha God has for you, there must be a willingness on your part to forsake the sin of bitterness. On my part, I've got to say, God, you're right. God, I, I do feel like that. God, help me to forgive that person that I've suffered at the hands of. There must be willingness on our part to forsake the sin of bitterness. 
It may seem earlier, easier, and even justifiable to hold on to it. Uh, it's easy for me to say to you, Renee, I feel like I feel because of what they've done to me. I, I, I'm justified. Yeah, I don't like them. I hate them. I, I wish they would drop dead because of what they have done to me. What if you knew justify, if you knew, Renee, what was done to me, then you would understand how I feel like I feel. No. Don't let the enemy imprison your emotions and cause you to become numb toward who have wronged you. The, 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 the devotion this morning is let it go and be free. Let it go and be free. The word of God which we use to govern our lives says, get rid of all bitterness, get rid of rage, get rid of anger, get rid of harsh words and slander, as well as all types of malicious behaviors and be kind one to another, be tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Ephesians 4 and 31. Listen, he says, get rid of the anger, the harsh words, the rage, the slander, the malicious behavior, and be kind. How do I love who hate me? Because Jesus said, do it. I do it through the Spirit of God. Just naturally, I can't do it without the Spirit of God. But God gives us his Spirit. So we can live the character of him in this present world. It's not easy to forgive, but it's necessary. My God, can I say that again? It's not easy to forgive, but it's necessary. I'm going to say that again. It is not always easy to forgive, but it is necessary. Even when our flesh says, but I've been unjustly wronged, to be unforgiving hurts no one but you. You're not hurting anyone but yourself. To be bitter, you only hurts you. The person you're angry with and bitter towards have gone on with their life, his or her life, you are left with the root. My God, that person is gone on and you are left with the root. You can't sleep, you cannot function because on the inside you are being ripped apart because of unforgiveness and bitterness. Throughout scripture, we're reminded it's our duty to forgive. It's necessary, that's right baby, it's necessary that I forgive. The scripture says in Colossians 3, he says, Since God chose you to be a holy people whom he loves, you must clothe yourself with tender-hearted mercy, 
kindness, humility, gentleness, patience. You must make alliance for, uh, for other people's faults and forgive persons who offend you. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. My God. Remember God forgave you. So you have to forgive others. You have to give me an allowance of room to make a mistake. And you've got to forgive me if I offend you. People don't always come back and say they're sorry. But that's where the love of God in you, that's where I get on my knees and say, God, I need to let Renee go. When I see her, something comes over me. When I see her, I wish the worst for her. When I see her. Remember, it's necessary to forgive because it hurts you and not the person you're not forgiving. And the word of God also says, for if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly father will forgive you. But if you, listen to the word of the Lord, but if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your father in heaven forgive your trespasses. Matthew 6 and 14. You, if you don't forgive, then you can't be forgiven. The Lord says, if you don't forgive them, then I can't forgive you. That's why it's necessary. Because I need the forgiveness of God. But the scripture says, Jesus says to his disciples, you forgive men and the heavenly father will forgive you. But if you don't forgive others of their trespasses, then the Lord says in Matthew 6, then guess what? You don't get what you don't give. God, you don't get what you don't. Listen, there's not no one in this world that don't need forgiveness. All of us get wrong and all of us wrong people. In our lives, we've said things we shouldn't have said. We've done things we should not have done. My God, and we needed forgiveness. Now this morning, the Lord says, if you want to be inner healed, you forgive and I'll forgive you. You've got to give what you need. I give out of my need. What do I need? I need forgiveness. This is required and this will require you to say, as David said in Psalms 139, David says it like this, search me. Oh, my God, how many times Dr. Hill have had to pray that prayer. Search me, oh God, glory to God, and know my heart. Test me and know my thoughts. Point out. Anything in me that offends you, Lord, and lead me along the path to everlasting life. How many of us have these moments, uh, have these moments, will have these moments where we have to stop and say, search me, God, and know my ways. Oh, God, try me. Oh, God. Know my thoughts. What David is saying in 139, God, 
listen, I need you to reveal me to me. Show me my offensive ways. Show me my ugliness. Show me my unforgiveness. Show me my level of bitterness. And then leave me alone to everlasting life. Show me. How many of us today need to say, God, search me, try me, know me, show me. Inner healing will not go or come to your life without you checking all the things in your life that needs to be checked because it's gone unchecked. We've ignored ugliness in us. I don't need the prophet to prophesy what's going on in me because I know. And if I have the spirit of God... God, the Lord have already revealed to me, Bonnie, you need to work on yourself here. Bonnie, you need to forgive. You need to let it go so you can walk in the freedom of the Holy Spirit. Oftentimes, our bitterness, going back to our scripture this morning, like Naomi in our above reference scripture, toward God, because we feel the Lord has treated us unjustly by taking something of someone from us. About, uh, 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 by not allowing things to work out as we planned. Listen, Naomi was bitter because in Bethlehem, they were doing good. They were harvesting. Her husband was a, 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 a harvester. And they, they lived a good life. And God spoke. And the ground dried up. They had produce that was dying. Everybody is losing. Everything is going wrong. So her husband says, we're going to move to Moab. We're going to move. Rather than trust God in that hard place, oh God, I know I am ministering to somebody this morning. And Instead of trusting God in the hard place, what they do, they move to Moab. And there, uh, Naomi experiences the death of her husband. She experiences the death of her children. She experiences poverty. Oh my God. The only friend she had was her daughter-in-law's. My God. But thank God for the daughter-in-law that'll look out for you. That that's worth, the Bible says, more than seven daughters. My God. She told them in her bitterness. Y'all go. Y'all go. But that one daughter-in-law, Ruth said, no, no, no. Where you go, I'll go. Where you lodge, I'll lodge. Your people will be my people. I'm not going to abandon you in your bitterness. It's good to have people in your life that know the bitterness you walk in is not the real you. Because they met the real you. But something happened and you become angry and you become bitter. You need somebody that will stick with you and tell you the truth and help bring you out of it. Help bring you out of it. So my friend, I say to you,
God is sovereign. He reigns over the entire universe. He can do whatever he wants, whenever he wants, however he wants. And he never makes a mistake. Now, since he is a good father, who is perfect in all of his ways and has declared, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours. And my thoughts than your thoughts. We must trust the fact that he will work all things out for our good because we love him. So Dr. Hill, why did I have to deal with abandonment? Because there's something God wants to teach you. I have to believe that even though the Lord uh, uh, shift my husband out of the earth, I've got to believe there is an assignment yet in the earth for me to fulfill. God did not shift him out to hurt me. There's something in this for me. That the Lord says to me 30 years ago or longer, when I started the ministry of inner healing, he says to me, if I can't touch you, you can't touch them. So now I can reach out and touch a widow because I've been touched by what touched her. My God, I can minister to a woman that has a child in prison because it touched me. My son, I know what it feels like to have a child behind bars and you can't do nothing about it. It touched me, so now I can touch the mother. I can touch that mother because it touched me. Had Naomi, daughter-in-law Ruth, never lost her first husband. She would not have been in the position to meet Boaz. See, trouble brings treasures. You just got to walk through troubles from God's perspective. Here, Naomi, Ruth comes from poverty and they run into uh, Ruth, Boaz. They would have never have given birth to Obed, the father of Jesse, the father of David through whose lineage came Jesus Christ. That trouble connected them to a wealthy future. My God, I hope you hear me this morning. Trouble connected Ruth and Naomi to a wealthy future. So don't complain too much because that broken, dry place can be pushing you to a wealthy place. The Bible says, thank you, Holy Ghost. The, the Bible says, the, the right of David said, Lord, you've caused horses to roll over my head. David said, you've caused me to be caught up in a net. You've caused men to ride over me with their chariots only to get me to a wealthy place. What have happened to you if you allow it is pushing you? To a wealthy place. That's why you got to let it go and be free. It happened. The fact is, it happened. The fact is, your testimony is real. They did do that to you. 
The fact is, it's true. But the faith is, I'm being delivered from it. Glory to God. So in our closing this morning, you may not understand why God has allowed you through the things you've gone through, to lose things that you've lost, to suffer the things you've suffered, or to cry the tears you've cried. But know this, he's unfolding his divine plan in your life. Jeremiah 29 and 11, a well-quoted scripture. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, the Lord says to you, Thoughts of peace and not evil. To give you an expected end. So let go of the bitterness and the anger and the hatred and the unwillingness to forgive. And whatever else you've been holding on to, let it go so you can walk in the freedom of the Holy Ghost. Let it go so you can walk in the freedom that God has released on and in your life. Let it go and be free today. That's my assignment. To tell you today, hi, glory to God, to let it go and be free. My assignment is to send you a word from the Lord. Let it go and be free. Our prayer today is, Father, I confess my sin of bitterness. And I thank you for revealing and exposing the root of the bitterness that is in my heart. Now, Father, I ask. For your help to unroot every area of bitterness in my heart and in my life. And even in places where I'm unaware that the root is growing. Reveal it so that it can be removed. Forgive me for infecting anyone with the bitterness of my own heart. Forgive me for infecting any and everyone with the bitterness of my own heart. And now, my Father, let your love abound in me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Everyone I infected by my own bitterness, forgive me, my God. Everyone that's been hurt, by my own unforgiveness, forgive me. Everyone that has become a victim of my pain, Father, forgive me. Glory to God, forgive me. And then let your love abound in me, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. And our affirmation this morning is simple. It's just, I am free. I need you to prophesy that over your own life. I am free. 
Glory to God. I need you to speak with assurance. No, you cannot set you free. But God, if you believe this word this morning, if you accept this devotion this morning, I am free. I'm letting it go so I can be free. I'm letting it go so I can love again, so that I can love again. I'm letting it go so I can pull this wall down that's in front of me. I'm letting it go so I can trust again. I'm letting it go so I can be free to embrace again. I'm letting it go so I can. Just because someone hurt you don't mean other people are going to hurt you. Pull the wall down. Because when people walk off from us, God sends other people. We don't want to run good people away from us because some people hurt us. We don't want to run a new love relationship away because we have this thing in our mind that it's going to happen again. No, let it go and trust God again. Why don't you trust him with your emotions again? Let him heal you from the inside out so you can be free. Because when you walk in bitterness and unforgiveness, you live an angry life. Can I say that? You live an angry life. You don't trust nobody. You don't even want to be around nobody. That's not God's will for your life. That's the enemy pulling you away. Putting you in a place that he can say what he wants in your mind. And you buy it because there's nobody else to stand in the gap and say, don't believe the lies that the enemy has put in your mind. And in your heart. Just because somebody abandoned you. Don't mean you'll be abandoned again. Just because. Don't mean it's going to happen again. Yes. All of us have had experience. Relationships. But I can't walk away and say. Nobody else could ever love me. I can't do that. I can't walk away. Because of what happened in my life. And say that. Uh, uh, I can't experience a greater love life. I can't do that because I'm not going to walk in uh, all this sorrow and all this grief and all of this and, 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 and miss out on the next place in my life that God has for me because I believe I can be loved again and I believe I can love again. Amen. Amen. I'm not going to let what's been hinder to what God has in my future. No, don't do it. Can I say that? Don't do it. Don't do it. My prayer for you today, as always, glory to God, is that the peace of God enfold you, that the power of God uphold you, and that the wisdom of God control you is my prayer for you today again i would like for you to like and share and 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 i like for you to follow this inner healing page and i need to remind you that we've created a page for widows uh widows that worship and uh i i if you know widows 
just we we just gonna share and strengthen each other and get each other to to uh, uh, keep going forward. So if you know someone, tell them to visit Widows That Worship page, and I will invite them in, and we'll just share and we'll just love on each other so that we can get through this place in our lives because God has another place. And we don't want to miss that place, that next place, because we don't know what God has, but I believe it's greater than what was. So blessings to you today. And remember, thank you. Let me say a special thank you to Donna Matthews um, uh, there in Alabama. Thank you, Donald, for just reaching out and having other people to reach in and support the Inner Healing Ministry. And again, I want to invite each of you that is walking these 21 days. We have two more days left of these 21 days to sow a $21 seed to support this ministry. And thank you to all of you that have done that and greater. We so much appreciate you. And my desire is to pour into your life and to say something that will change your life for the rest of your life. Blessings to you on this Tuesday. Enjoy your day. This is your host, Dr. Bonnie Hill. Blessings.